are listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Magic and give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Technology is not an expense, it's an investment. Look at what ThinkHR has done for our clients and even our team. It's an amazing product and I'm so thankful we have that. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Things are changing for us in 2021. Not all big business anymore. Now that we have Cover Wallet on our team, it's amazing that we're going to be able to write small business profitably. This is Power Producer Shop Talk production redefined are you ready to feel the power hey everybody welcome to power producer shop talk where we are refining and redefining the sales game and we are continuing our series on crm with the one the only mr david lefevre from sales power s-a-l-e-s pwr.com the in-house resident expert at Florida Risk Partners and how we get things done when it comes to CRM. And we're going to pick up the conversation right where we left off last time. And I'm giving you the floor, David, because if I start, probably won't stop. That's all right. I appreciate that. So, yeah. So last time we talked about data related to contacts, companies, and, you know, what do you want to capture? What do you want to see? But, you know, what really makes the CRM work for the business itself is being able to create a picture of what's going on with the data. So you want to be able to see your leads. You want to be able to see the prospects that you're talking to. You want to be able to see the deals that are in process. You want to be able to know what those deals are worth. So, you know, along with that, you know, how many kids do they have? What's their name? What's their email address? What's their phone number? You know, you want to be able to capture uh, and, and, and figure out how to segment your uh, your 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 contacts uh, into groups that help you understand where they're at and who they are. Um, so if you're working with uh, you know again, and you can make it match your existing process, you don't have to go and plug into something that's already there. So you know if if you've got a uh, you know you currently define yourself as leads, prospects, and clients, that's great, easy to do. But maybe you have different kinds of prospects and they're in their group differently. Maybe I have, you know, truck, I have dealership prospects, I have manufacturing prospects, I have uh, you know, office supply prospects, whatever, however you want to segment them, you know, you want to be able to take that information and create views to help you understand where things are at, how long is has somebody been talking to uh, a prospect without a deal or without an opportunity being there? So as you think about uh, your CRM, you also want to think about, and what really makes a CRM work is the how you look at the information and the views that you have. Um, you know, it, it, it's all about lists, all about views and being able to um, ask yourself the question, I wonder what, and be able to, with one click of a button, get an answer without having to go and do math, without having to go and pull a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and sort and organize. You just go click, there's my answer. You know, how many calls did we make last week as a company? Click. 
how many emails did we send out to prospects? Click. All that information needs to be available for you as you're running your business that's important to you as an owner, as a salesperson too, because you want to see what you're doing, what you're producing. You know, how many calls did I do last week? Well, you know, I think I did, you know, 25. Well, let's click the button and find out for real what you did because it should all be documented. Hopefully mm -hmm. it's integrated with a phone system. So every call you make is being captured automatically and you don't have to type anything in. Um, but if you do, it still should be easy to do. It's documented, it's there, and you're able to, you know, gauge production. You're able to measure productivity and you'll be able to, you know, see what's going on as well as, you know, what do you got to work with? You know, um, a simple thing as what should I be doing today? Well, let me click here and see my active tasks. There's the 15 things that are on the top of my list that I established over the past, you know, six months that said, here's the tasks I should be working on. Some of those might've just popped up today for the first time because we talked about that client, that prospect last time that said, you know, you know, I just bought with someone with somebody else. And now your job is to touch base with them six months later. And you set that task six months ago and it popped up today. And now it's on your list to do. And it's in front of you. You want to be able to create that pr productivity and that performance improvement by just being able to click things. And those views are the way you do that. So here's the question. And we've done that. I mean, that's one thing that we've done in HubSpot is we made it really easy for you guys to be able to go, you know, show me who, you know, who, who we did drops for click who show me who I have to do drops for click. Who is Marvin calling today? Click. There you go. Who's Marvin Good. calling? Who, who, who has Marvin set up appointments for me? You know, uh, who, who has he been able to reach all those questions? If, if you've got a question and it's something you continually ask, make it a button, just make, make it a view, make it a list, something that you can just go click and yeah. get the answer that you want whenever you want it. You don't have to wait on anybody else. You know, if you're the owner, you don't have, you can just do it whenever you want. You don't have to ask somebody to deliver this thing to you because it's right there for you to get. And then of course you can drill down into it and see more detailed information if you want to, but you know, that, that really is what makes it work. Our, our, and, and where these custom CRMs come in because you're, you're building it to match what you do in your business and, 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 you know, a lot of people can't think of that right away. You have to, you have to go over time and it eventually starts to come out because, you know, you're asking the same person to do the same thing 10 times. Why should I do that? Why not just create a list, create a view, create a query so you can pull it up anytime you want. You don't need to ask me anymore. That that's, that's, you know, that that's huge. Right. So I have, a, I have a quick question for you, mm -hmm. you know, going back to like stages or, or steps in the sales process or categories or whatever, how much is too much? You know, I, I know that I've got agency friends out there that are very, very granular, right? Like they want to know every single little step along the way in progression, but at some point it's paralysis by analysis. So, you know, what, what do you think? I mean, for us, it's really pretty simple. It's lead suspect prospect and then closed one or closed lost. Um, and we've talked about that on a different podcast that, I mean, there may be some room to expand on that a little bit, but I mean, how much, at what point do you draw the line? 
Well, um, there's another one, right? I, I look at it's, you know, incremental progress is better than postponed perfection. Bernie Borges, right? That, that oh, was yeah. his, and he taught me that. And David, I know you've heard that too. And, um, you know, it, it applies here completely. Um, you know, you, you don't want to overwhelm yourself with so much detail that you get lost. It's nice to have information. Don't get me wrong. It's great to have that information at your fingertips, but you always have to judge whether it's a one-off, whether it's a nice to have, or whether it's integral to your business process. And so I wouldn't say don't do it, but I would say, you know, proceed with caution if you're going to, you know, as you start to look at the minutia, because every, you know, keystrokes matter at the end of the day, they, they add up. And every time you want to ask, you ask for something new or you ask for a piece of data that somebody's got to put it in there. And um, that mm -hmm. takes time and it's time away from somebody else. And it may not it may seem like it's not much at the time, but, you know, you multiply it out over a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. And all of a sudden you realize, you know, it's just like those little, uh, you know, Netflix payments. So it's only $12 a month. Well, you know, that's $240 a year. That's $1,000 over four years. You know, click, 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 click. It starts to add up a lot and, um, you know, or any of those type of subscriptions. So you always want to think about and, and, and ask yourself, is it really necessary to the business of my production, of my performance, and for me being able to make business decisions? You know, um, as an owner, you want to be able to decide on things on the fly based upon where you're at, you know, how many opportunities do we have in the pipeline? Where are they in the pipeline? That's important stuff. But if I want to know, well, how many people do we have in zip code, you know, 33604, you know, that's probably something that you don't need to build a special view for because it's something you're going to ask once every six months. Right. Yeah. You, you can it, change filter, it. You, you just, filter it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, just lots of say, ways I mean, to look at it, you know. Obviously, being 33, I don't have as much experience as, as other people, but I, in my experience, <laughs> I've always found that the, the simpler things are, the better. I mean, once you start yeah. kind of overcomplicating things, you know, that that's when it starts to become, especially in the sales process. Like you know? shaving is very complicated well, for you, it, obviously. It, it, <laughs> it, it's, it's what's important to your business. So, you know, we're talking for us. Workers comp date, right? Workers comp expiration date. The most important, well, one of the most important pieces of data we need because we, we drive so much activity around it. And so, you know, um, you know, David, we built these processes where, you know, we know when somebody's expiration data is six months ahead, we should be talking about a certain topic. And so, you know, that's critical and it's something that is, you can't go without putting it in there. If, if you're going to go prospect a client, if you're going to go or a prospect a business, um, you, you've, you've got to take the time to pull that in and put it in there. Well, I, listen, and there's a reason, it, so. there's a reason why we do that. And I want everybody to understand that it's because it's at our fingertips in Florida. It's free for public in public domain. We can pull the workers comp X date and the carrier of literally any company in the state that has workers comp. So it's very easy for us to drive our processes off of that because it's a known quantity. We know what it is. And, you know, also, I don't know what the real statistics are. It'd probably be interesting to figure out, but I would 
bet that at least 60, maybe as high as 75%. I thought you, I thought you were going 67. That's always your go-to. <laughs> 67? 60, 67%. maybe as high. I'm going to give you a range. 60 to 75% of the companies that are out there you know, have all of their policies renewing at the same time. You know, workers' comp not is not always with the others, but we. I, I like my chances um, when it comes to that stuff. So, um, you know, that's why we do it. It's not that that's the right way or the only way. If you've got access to information, you know, maybe you use a service like insurancexdates.com or maybe you're using another online database that has X date information in it. Just because I'm using comp doesn't mean you need to. There's real no theory or science behind it other than it's free. And if it's free, it's for me. If it's, it's just true, an easy, easy point of interest. I'll take for two. Us. Yeah, there you go. Well, it, it, and so, but everybody's different in what and what's critical. So if you've, you know, if you've got a sales team that's, um, that, that targets prospects based upon geography, zip codes, counties, whatever it might be, you know, that's an integral piece of data to your business because it's how you divide up your leads. It's how you divide up your prospects. And so you can't go forward without that. You have to have it. So that's what I was getting at. You know, what's critical to your business you you need to capture and you need to utilize so you can build around it. But if 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 it if it's a nice to have you know, it, it's a decision you've got to make. And far too often people will want more. Um, you know, I want to have all the policy information I can possibly have. Well, you know, that's great. But when do you need it by? You know, where does that go in the system? How is that there? Do you want to have that as you're trying to, you know, engage a prospect for the first time? Or do you really need that prior to you going into your first meeting? that you've set up, you know, when does that have to happen and how much time and effort are you going to spend in trying to pull that data, put that information in there and then build your queries around it and your views around it. Um, you just don't. I think a little bit of, of, of it's trial and error too. Like I think we talked about on one of the other episodes we recorded when we first started talking about this, that initially we had so much data and information that we were trying to fit in there and we kind of did that for a few weeks and then we we're like, hey, hang on a second, dude, you know, we don't need X, Y, and Z. And so we trimmed it up a little bit and found something that works for us. And it, it, you're just going to have to go through that process. Yeah. And, and that's now that I've been in insurance for basically two and you got doing insurance stuff for two and a half years, I get it. Yeah. You know, I didn't know at the time I'm like, all right, let's just pile it all in there as much as we can. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, yeah, we need this, we need this, we need that. And at the end of the day, turns out you don't. So therefore, yeah, going forward, you, you want to, there, there's certain things that are going to, you're going to be important to your business and your agency and other things that are not. And, and you want to define that, but you know, the same applies with your sales pipelines. So, you know, how do you do that? How do you organize that? You know, typically with uh, these, these higher, call them higher end CRMs, you have the opportunity to build multiple sales pipelines in order so you can see uh, your prospects as, you know, based upon some sort of category, you know, am I looking at, you know, manufacturers versus plumbers and, you know, versus electricians, you know, or, versus or in the agency people that world, came in through in a the, different way, you know, 
in the in the agency world, commercial versus personal, or for us, you know, we've mm-hmm. also done commercial versus personal versus personal generated from YouTube ads, right? I mean, we yep. we had very specific reasons why or, or uh, you know pipelines that we set up because we were measuring, you know very specific advertising activity and other things. And I wanted to see kind of a few things. Number one, what's the velocity? You know, how quickly is something having to move through the pipeline? What's the mm-hmm. best? I mean, dude, I can, rem- <laughs> I can remember when we set up the personal lines pipeline, it actually scrolled left to right further than it scrolled top to bottom because there were so many flipping stages in there. You know, we were caught in a right. vortex of never ending, you know, revision in it was terms like 15 of different stages. I think. It, yeah, it was crazy. And so, I mean, I, we were wanting to measure that, but the more, the more I get into it to Kyle's point, it's like, okay, you know, how much is too much to measure for crying out loud? Right. You know, if we notice that there's a problem, you know, I, I can understand if, if you see people falling off at a certain stage of a process or whatever, Okay, let's put some uh, more definition around that. Exactly what part of that process are they falling off? Maybe you put a couple of substages in there at that point to see if you can determine what's causing it. But keep it simple, people. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at the, you know, and going to that, we, I mean, you were moving a, a deal. Essentially, went through as you were closing it, as you were doing quotes. You know, you had multiple people touching that opportunity. And so that was part of that, knowing where it was at, and that that's what we built around. But you know, as we as we moved on from that, um, you know, we were able to switch it up. So uh, essentially, looking at it a different way, regardless of who's touching the opportunity, who's touching the who's who's doing the quoting, you know, we just okay, the stage is the stage is the stage, no matter who it's who's working on it. Yeah, and a lot of and that can be really accomplished. Changed, that really changed it up. Yeah, and, so. and, and teach people to leave notes, right? I mean, that's it. Just, mm-hmm. Okay, the deal's stuck in this stage. Let me click on it for a second. Oh, this is where it's at. We did da 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 We do it in mm-hmm. an agency management system. We should do it in a CRM too. Well, listen, we're pretty mm-hmm. much out of time for this episode, so I want to wrap this one up. We're going to do at least two more of these, I can tell you, possibly eight. Who knows? It just, just depends. Do a best but, of, just do a best of seven series, you know? Yeah, what you know, it's, it's between six and eight. You know, I, I'm with you. It's kind of like sixty-seven percent. Sixty-seven percent of all the mods that come out from NCCI. Or yeah, absolutely, whatever. good deal. Well, listen, everybody, have a great weekend. We hope you're enjoying this. You know, as always, we want to give you content that you want to hear. And the whole reason we're doing this is I had several people reach out and say, "Hey, talk more about CRM. Get you know, give some explanation here." It's it's virgin ground for the agency world. Not very many agencies do have CRMs, and the ones who do, it is the out of the box stuff. And so this is a different conversation. And if you've heard anything at all today, you've heard a lot of mistakes that we made. And guess what? But there's a reason why I'm telling you that Mr. Lefevre learned to shave on my face, right? You get the benefit of him knowing this stuff now. And, and that's not a knock on him in any way, shape, or form. I brought him in for his talent with CRM, knowing I had to get him acclimated to the insurance industry. Well, guess what? Now he is. And if you need him, you need to go to salespower.com, S A L E S P W R.com. And while you're floating around the internet, you know, how about leaving old Dave and Kyle a nice little review on uh, iTunes Do or it. Stitcher or Spotify, wherever it is that you uh, listen to this? We would appreciate your subscription and a little pat on the back if you don't mind. And if you don't like it, you can leave that too that's okay most of the people who do that we'll stuff just delete do it, it whatever 
Yeah, they no, they, they <laughs> no, do it anonymously. No. So I mean, whatever. No, I'm, so hey, I've got an idea, and, and I mean, you probably get emails all the time, and you know, with questions, and I'm sure we've answered some of them. But I feel like it would be good if people did have specific questions that we could get on and answer if they want to reach out and email us what those questions are. I got are. a better idea than that. How about we just wrap this whole series up with a live podcast recording where they can come on and ask their questions. We have that capability. Never cool. used it. Got a couple weeks to try and figure it out, but you know, whatever. Put us on the spot. Yeah, Woo-hoo. absolutely. We'll figure it out. That works Anyhow, too. everybody have a great weekend. We will catch you next week. See ya. been listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes